Uh, hey, everybody, if you can do me a huge favor and uh, help out the show by filling out the survey over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash survey, it'll help me get an, a general idea of who's listening to the show and, you know, what your dislikes and likes are. And apparently, it's, it's if you're put, putting thought into it like most of you wonderful people would, it takes about 15 minutes, a little bit more than five minutes that I thought. But if you can help us out and take that survey, it's uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash survey. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, here you go. All night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do is a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest and what i'm going to do is this your first couple times here welcome if if this is your fifty thousandth time you're still welcome what i'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain whatever's been get got you rate your brain mind racing your heart racing you're feeling, you know, feel, your feelings, you're maybe you're, you're, you know, whatever those things are, you know, that, that uh, Myers-Briggs stuff, whatever's got your eye and FJ, you know, doing this thing, or your TGM, your TMJ, or you may have some medical issue where you're like, TMI, you know, I don't want you to know about it, you know, it's too much, you know, whatever it is, if you're an FJNC or INFJ, uh, intuitive sense of introvertive since you're an introvert I can never I I always took those tests I said geez I can't even give you an honest answer because I I, you know and I said well geez at least they had four things you know I know I see a lot of I's and N's and J's in there but uh, quick question were Myers and Briggs in love with each other because, you know, that would make a great, that, that would be one of those good NPR podcasts. You know, maybe bring in Guy Rizdahl to, to, to host it. Maybe Guy Raz and Guy Rizdahl side by side. Maybe if, you know, the first uh, NPR uh, fictional, I don't know, but they say, geez, get, get, get the guys on the phone, literally. And see if they'll go for it. We'll see, geez, we'll do a little NPR, uh, what do they call those, audio drama. And you say, hey, hey, guy, Scooter's on the phone with you. Well, I'm in the middle of, mar- you know, I'm in the middle of Marketplace. And then the other guy would be like, well, no, I'm not. He made fun of those TED. No, the guy, I didn't make fun of TED Talks. I merely pointed out that I am incapable of doing a TED Talk because my brain, you know, it's like I got to give a TED talk every night to my brains, but I was going to pitch you guys. You say, "Geez, I know, I, I know, I sound like a lunatic." I was going to pitch you guys on something, but I already forgot what it was. Oh, I, I would, would like to see if you two would like to play Myers and Briggs in my uh, in my dramatic reinterpretation of the relationship. And then one of them would probably say, you know, it's Myers-Briggs. It's, you know, it's Myers-Briggs. It was a woman's name, Myers-Briggs. I say, damn, that's a sweet name. Almost as sweet as Guy Raz and, you know, close Guy Rizdahl. Is that, is that Guy Rizdahl? I'm sorry. Is it Kai? It's Kai Rizdahl, isn't it? Oh, boy, there, there's some egg on my face. It's Kai Rizdahl. What a fool. I didn't even need Google to point out that I'm a fool. It just eventually, uh, the miasma in my brain cleared up enough to say, hey, it's Guy Rizdahl. Are you going to bother to edit this out? Probably not, because it's, you know, they say somebody, you know, in the world of podcasting, there are a lot of leaders. But I say, Jesus, if someone's got to have that guy on their face, maybe that's me, you know, calling Kai Guy. But, but I had to go with it because I said, geez, what are the odds there'd be two, two prominent, prominent, uh, I guess Kai, Guy Raz is probably a former, because he wrote, well, TEDx Radio Hour, is that on, to, on the radio? I guess so, because it's TEDx Radio Hour. Uh, so I guess, but see, this is, I guess I kind of, I feel like I was in just in a, some sort, I guess I was in a verbal accident there. 
And I don't know, a disappointing Kai Rizal is really going to be tough. This is going to take a lot out of me. So, oh man, what a bummer. But anyway, I tried. And, and that's what I do on this podcast. I try to create a safe place of my nonsense. You know, we every once in a while we, we, we try to imagine what my brain's made up of. And, and I say, it's, you know, a couple parts gobbledy, 60, 70% gook. And it is a special kind of gook that's made to create a safe place to take your mind off whatever's been keeping you up at night. And God forbid Kai Ristol loses any sleep over this, you know, we should don't because I'm not, you know, it's not, I'm not worth it, all right? And she's, you know, his mother or, or whatever. Please don't, please don't. You could be mad at me. Go ahead, you know, write me a nasty email. I deserve it. But the gobbledy in my, the gobbledy and the gook in my brain, in the section where they meet, the gobbledy gook, uh, uh, the gobbledy gook transference zone, it, it, it gives me the ability to, to attempt to make points, and then I send it in there. There's, you know, there's electrical neurons or, or something in there, right? And they're sending currents. Or via hormones or whatever the heck, uh, you know, receptors type things. And when they hit that gobbledygook, no one, know, you know, they, 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 I did, like I said a few episodes ago, I did try to stick my head into one of those larger colliders and say, hey, just, why don't you shoot a couple atoms in here? Let's see what happens. And they said, sir, you have to leave. And in, 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 in that moment, then they said, what's your name, you know, so we can ban you from this? I said, Kyristal. And I said, Rizdal. And they said, that's a lovely name. I said, it is, you know, but you'll forget. Hopefully you'll forget it, you know, because, you know, I just wanted to see. They said, I got some gobbledy in here. I want to see what happens when one of your atoms shoots through it, what what kind of spin it puts on the uh, positrons. Because I, I got no doubt, you know, the gobbledy cooking, there's concentrated dark matters in there. You know, and quarks or farks are going. I got plenty. I mean, maybe every once in a while I hear a duck quack. I don't know if that means anything to you. So that was it. And that wasn't even one of the bigger, you know, the big name colliders. That was one of the more smaller scale university-level colliders. That was, you know, but it works their way through. Believe me, I've lost clearance. I never had clearance. Hopefully Marketplace doesn't decide to do any reports on colliders uh, because uh, uh, NP- well, actually all NPR maybe is lost there, but they don't know about it yet probably. It hasn't, it's, it's stuck in the bureaucracy. So, uh, But that's what happens with some of my metaphors is they get stuck in the bureaucracy, the gobbledygook in my mind. But the main, main reason I'm trying to do this, the main reason is to take, take your mind off whatever physically, mentally, or emotionally uh, tries to grab your attention as soon as you lie down and, and as soon as you start to relax it says hey pay attention to me and, and tries to tries to you know hog the show and say hey hey you're not going to sleep right now we got warning to do we got lists to make you know we got to write a freaking you know letter of outrage on behalf of all the guys of the world and the guys of the world of, you know, all the, all the other, you know, nonsense guys, you know, let's get, we get, we, you can't go to sleep. And I say, well, gee, so, you know, I got to, I got to go through, you know, I got a busy day tomorrow. And I say, no, 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 and I say, your body might flare up, your feelings might flare up, you might, you know, drift into the past or the future. And what I'm going to do is, is take your mind off, so I'll be, you know, Instead of your internal shame or, you know, taking any shame out on you, criticizing anything you do, let it criticize me. And clearly, you know, I just destroyed all my chances of being on the radio in the afternoon, you know, and so, you know, and, you know, I just, you know, I let myself down. I said, geez, I thought I was being a little witty there. And I said, well, no. And then you might say, geez, he thinks the guy's name's Kai. Holy cow. How would you even spell it? That's, you know. So I'm sure, I'm sure, like, I'm creating a little bit of, uh, you know, positron distractional charge. Hopefully, you take your mind off whatever would be going on and point it at you. I want everything pointed at me. 
Well, then I want you to know is that you go into this story here. It's trending Twitter Tuesday. And uh, you know, we'll be talking a tale, ongoing tale for the for the uh, autumnal Hall- Halloween costuming season. But as you go into this tale, you know, you you kick back, you 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 listen. But yeah, every once in a while, I, you, you could just drift off and you just see, geez, you just get something pleasant on your mind, like Rizdal or Raz. Those are beautifully, you know, those are melodic things. Hey, you see, Rizdal, put a Raz on the Rizdal, you know what I'm saying, boys? And you say, geez, I'm in a Myers-Briggs sandwich. What do you got here, a little rye, a little Rizdal? You know, double the, double the guy and... uh was the other guy's guy, guy, oh, guy. And, well, you know, we sprinkled some guy on there. You know how it is. And then, you, so, so you know, obviously, when you, if, you, if you wake up and you remember that, then you just fell asleep. You say, geez, okay. And somebody may say, what do you, you look so good today. Why are you so rested? That smile, your smile is popping. And you say, well, I don't, I listen to this podcast, this odd man does this podcast to put you to sleep, and I said, I think he, he was talking about eating an NPR host sandwich. Oh, like at, a, at a, an event, like when they host, no, it's something weird, I don't know, but I slept great. I stopped thinking about the big report today, because I knew it was, you know, I had already done my best, and, and the best to be best, to be best rested and ready to go. All right, let's get in there and uh, nail it then. Or maybe you just want to spend the afternoon with your, your one of your loved ones. Or maybe you just want to relax by yourself tomorrow, you know. You know, look at stuff or I don't know, you know, do something. You know, I want you to be, so just drift off whenever you want. If you can't fall asleep, obviously I'm, I'm you know, I'm dealing with this. It's, it's weird. I put a ton of effort into this, but it, the effort has to go through the gobbledygook. So even work that I put in this podcast, attention, I try to be present here. I try to do my best uh, to be here for at least an hour, three times a week. So if you can't sleep, you say, well, Jesus, it's a sh- he, he spins it. He doesn't exactly spin a tail because that would be circular or ovular. But he, he couldn't say he crafts a tail. But he kind of, you know, when you know when your kids are pitter pattering mud together, kind of like that. He he, he pitter patters, uh, you know, cake, mud cakes a tail. And I say, okay, so you enjoyed it? Yeah, more or less. It was uh, so a couple a couple times. I said, what is this guy for real? But that way, you take I take your mind off. So maybe you can relax in a bit. Maybe you'll relax a little bit more. Or maybe you just uh, for an hour you'll feel slightly less alone, you know, because I know how how the deep dark night can be. And I do one of the reasons I do this podcast. I know how it can feel to have sleep so elusive that it becomes almost as it definitely emotionally and mentally, but to me physically painful. So if there's any small chance I can either help you fall asleep or, or help you distract you or make you feel in some strange digital way like you're, like you're less alone. And, and I know it's easy, well, we're not, you know, okay, save the philosophy for when you're on Marketplace, okay? Or when you're doing your TED Talk about loneliness and binary loneliness, your new book. Maybe that's a TED Talk I give, Binary Loneliness. They'd be like, okay, so what does binary mean? And that's my talk for today. Everybody, thank you so much for coming today. It's, you know, it's one of those Kaufman-esque talks. I just named it and I'm out. Uh, But that's it. You know, the main message I want to tell you, for the first few times here, this is a weird podcast, but uh, it's good-natured. And its intention is to either, you know, be there for you or, or be on while you're sleeping. So I'm glad you're here. I really hope I help you fall asleep. And thanks for stopping by. And again, I'm sorry for screwing up these names. Really, I'm not kidding. I'm sorry. All right, good night. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find our oldest episodes on our website. Most older episodes are on iTunes. 
or your pod, podcatcher of choice. Uh, you can email me feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. You can comment on the website. You can also get a hold of me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. If you can review the uh, podcast on iTunes, that would be a huge help. Go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. Uh, we also have a Facebook group that's over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music. He's over at Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, soundslikeanearful.com. And if you can, I'm trying to get Chris to work with the podcast. I think it's going to work out. Uh, that Chris might, we might work something out, but go over and say hi to Chris and tell him how much you love him. Uh, uh, you know, he's on Twitter somewhere. Uh, just go over, it sounds like an earful. Subscribe to his podcast and say, hey, let's get you on the Sleep With Me podcast team. And and I'm not kidding, it'd be great. And, and he's, a, he's a nice young Canadian lad, so he'll love that. Uh, so that's Chris Posty Posters, and I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor, as uh, an unknown character in uh, StarCraft once said about, on my honor, or a character I would create in Star. Well, actually, I wouldn't have an honorable character in StarCraft. I, I preferred, well, I, just, I, I, I guess I did, I, I liked playing all the different uh, three groups, actually. I like to long launch, you know, just in case anybody's wanting to know. Scooter, in the middle of the housekeeping, could you tell us your StarCraft preferences, please? Well, I, you know, I only played the campaigns and then, like, the randomizations, but I prefer, like, launching like a heavy defense, long range, you know, break in, then go right in is my strategy. But I, I don't, I'm not, I didn't play against other humans, so I'm not that good. Uh, so over at our, I want to thank our moderators over at our uh, Facebook group at Nods, N-O-D-S, sleepingpodcast.com slash Nods. That's Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L. the G., Lie to Lie, and Laura. And that's it. We'll, we'll have the rest of the thank yous at the end of the show. And let me know what you think about that. But I think it's pretty fun. This will be the second time doing it. All right. Uh, and I the show. Let's keep this. All right. And let's keep this thing going. All right, so here we are with another uh, trending Twitter Tuesday. Well, welcome to another trending Twitter to or tr- well trending Tuesday. I mean, I'm using a different app uh, uh, to do my trends, uh, so I'm not 100% sure all the trends are coming from Twitter. They could be coming from other places, but the trending Twitter trending Twitter Tuesday sounds better. So, and I don't know what I'm gonna do about Reddit because. Uh, my phone died. Did I tell you guys that? And uh, so I still, it, it was still under warranty. Oh, goodness. I think the warranty is about to run out. Um, So I got to send that thing in. Holy mackerel. Jeez, I'd be sick if I didn't send it in in time. Uh, but, uh, oh, man, that would really stink. I better send that tomorrow. Um, Sorry about that. Sorry bringing my personal... But so I don't have a Reddit app right now that I can do that works. Uh, but I got a new phone. I went, I went back to Apple. Uh, my experiment, my one-year experiment didn't, did not uh, go well, I would say, with a different phone that I won't mention because I don't feel like trashing anybody. And it, it was most, it was my fault, but it was, a, and I'm stubborn. So I said, well, I decided I got that phone. I said I would stick with it for a year. Uh, and it was a good deal, so whatever. Um, but so, so anyway, it's trending Twitter Tuesday. Holy moly, rainbots are firing all, all cylinders in here. And we're we're in the middle of our. I guess uh, we found our way into a Halloween themed story here on our Tuesdays, as as we're we're. Uh, we have a tendency to do, uh, since I guess this podcast only been around for one Halloween. I guess maybe it started, I don't know when I posted the first or recorded the first episode, but uh, I think it was in October. But anyway, we didn't have, I don't think we had any themed until last year. Uh, but so as part of what happened was, I don't know if you've been with us, it's not that important. We really didn't much, miss much. I'll try to get it in as few words as I can. Me and my dog were, you know, setting up for a nice night, you know, night of listening to Knox, which is our hobby. 
which I know a lot of people who say, geez, you find that titillating Scooter and his dog listening to Knox. And, you know, we say, well, geez, is that real or not? Uh, how do how would I get into the Knox? Uh, you know, is it a fetish? No, okay. As I said, you know, I've, you know, I can make it into a fetish, and I have, as, you know, I write erotic Knox fiction. Like Hollywood Knox, I think that was one of the books, uh, Knox... Wait a second, I, got, uh, I forgot all about my, because uh, they say, geez, I need some revenue streams for this podcast. They're figuring out, because uh, as I've been trying to learn about this stuff, they said, well, you, you probably should have, uh, yeah, people I've talked to, they said, well, yeah, you should have some spons- uh, sponsors and some donations and then some other ways. You know, otherwise you won't be able to make it. I said, okay, well, I didn't say this. I should. I said, well, what about selling erotic knock fiction, you know? And they would have said, well, I said, what? And I said, well, okay, it's two separate things. Me and my dog are like listening to knocks. There's nothing sexual about that. We just listen. We imagine where the knocks are. We think about the door. Sometimes we have different debates, you know, hand size. You know, we work in some cultural sages that say, okay, well, no, that's that. Well, that's outside of the norm for that knocking style. Or that's a hurried knock and you hear the wind and you see that person cold. You know, you, we, we, it's, there's a, so, much, so much to enjoy about listening to a good knock. Or a good, you know, catalog of knocks as we tend to do. And, but then I said, okay, so that's one thing. And I said, okay, wait a second. What, you and your dog listen to Knox? Exactly. For a hobby. Exactly. Okay, and they said, well, what's this other thing? Erotic Knox fiction. Like, you've heard of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, right? And you've heard of, you know, romances. Right, right. Okay. Well, this is like this, but with Knox. Okay, so it's erotic fiction with Knox. About Knox, centered around Knox, is it? I, I don't know. I've never actually written one. I just kind of, you know, thought about him, and you know, with my clothes on, of course, because this isn't some weird fan, f- fetish thing. It's just like I say, well, geez, what if there is a people with a knocking fetish? I could serve that uh, thing, and that would be a revenue stream. And they said, "Do you know who you're calling?" And I said. I said, well, I thought we were on the phone discussing my podcast. And I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Mars, I didn't mean anything, you know. And that was it for that that podcast network. It didn't work out after that. I said, sorry, I thought we were talking about, you know, I thought you were an artist. You know, you know, erotic fiction, you know, I'm no uh, English major, but I think it has a storied history in my opinion. And I, and then he said, I'm just trying to buy groceries. It actually wasn't a phone call. He said, I'm just trying to, and I said, oh, sorry, Mr. Mars. I love your podcast. Excuse me. I'll take my knocks elsewhere. And he said, well, you're blocking the aisle. I can't get to the checkout. And I said, yeah, I took my knocks elsewhere right here in front of your cart, sir. And I said, can I call you, Roman? And he said, can you, can you call security? And I said, okay, so that was it for the, so I guess that won't be a revenue stream right now. But I was just thinking about it because it's like the uh, the AHS red carpet's going on tonight. And I said, well, she's looking at Knox. You know, it's award season. You could get some more of my Hollywood Knox series, you know. And I said, well, she's knocking on the red carpet. No. Knock. Her, we've heard Knock heard around the world. That was one of my first ones. Knock. Knocked to the how knocked to the red carpet, and it could have, you know that's a twisty one. You say, "Well, geez, what? I don't know." It's like when Agatha Christie names it the poison pen of uh, Prague, and it's like, "Oh, is it going to be? Is the pen going to be it, or is it going to be a writer or a literary critic?" Ooh, knocked to the red carpet. Hollywood Knacks number three. Okay, so we got that. So that'll be so. Me also working on that after the podcast. Uh, but anyway, I got off track. So we're in the middle of a story here, which was my piano teacher. Me and my dog were listening to Knacks. No erotic Knacks, just regular Knacks. 
my piano teacher showed up, a spirit maybe. She said, uh, Dorothy needs to see you. Not Dorothy, though. The woman that played Dorothy, uh, uh, Judy Garland. Oh, boy, now I'm really in trouble. And I said, she must be mad because I forgot her name. She said, let's go. We flew via, you know, stuff. And then she dropped me off. I met Drake and Super Dave Osborne, who were there to help me. Then I ended up meeting up with Mumble Bear. So that was like my, I don't think there was any yellow brick road or anything. And I don't know what archetypes those three filled, uh, Drake, Mumble Bear, and Super Dave Osborne, but we were on a quest or a mission because when we met with Judy Garland, and I said, man, this afterlife is not what they you know, put it in the different books and religious texts, supposedly. I said, unless this is some, you know, I mean, maybe I did something at that large Hallerden Collider. I messed up the whole afterlife. When I, I I stuck that uh, uh thing in there, but anyway, not important. I mean, maybe it is, but uh, but so Judy Garland, so whatever afterlife or alternative life she's living, she's a queen-like figure of a world that lives under some dictator whose name escapes me at the moment, but it'll come to me. Uh, Thado, in she said, this Sato, he, he, he's going to give up being a dictator if someone beats him in, in the yearly Halloween costume contest. And I think if you didn't come in high on the contest, he would just, like, eliminate your part of the universe or something. So she said, can you help me and my friends? They owe apologies to anyway. Think up costumes. I said, no doubt about it. I mean, I think at first I said, do I have a choice? And she said, no. And then I said, no doubt about it. Let's do it. So then me, Mumble Bear, Drake, Super Dave Osborne, we flew to see not Catherine Hepburn, uh, but Joan Crawford. And I was just kidding, Catherine and Joan, for really, I didn't mix your names up or anything. And uh, I flew to see Joan Crawford. You know, obviously I was a little worried because of what I had heard and what I had seen in the movies uh, based on her life. And uh, But things worked out pretty good. I, I think it was a little bit of a conflict. But it might have been a kind of a friction, semi-frictionless uh, exchange because I met with her. We talked. I said, you're going to be Fidel Castro for Halloween, and Super Dave Osborne will go with him as your date, Marilyn Monroe. And I said, the, the fact that it's uh, Joan Crawford as Fidel Castro, but I said, you know, this is the top uh, costumers in the universe working on this. I said, I think, you know, if you get the eyes right, but and you get it right just close enough where you know it's not Castro, or you're know, like, is it? And they say, what, what is those sparkling eyes? And, you know, I'm feeling fr- frightened. I'm not sure why. Oh, it's Joan Crawford, not as Fidel Castro. But you might not even be able to. So they said, that's a good costume. They said, it stands a chance. You know, especially if you got people that are into, like, I mean, again, I don't know if this is irony or anything. But, you, you know, people that think they're like, oh, that's ironic. And you say, oh, yeah, boy, oh, boy, there's irony in there. Joan Crawford is Fidel. That's Irony City, buddy. I, you know, I ironed that shit myself. And then that was it. For, so that's where we are right now. Uh, on to the next costuming with Drake and Mumble Bear and me. And, uh, you know, whatever, piano teacher. I don't know what the, it's just an adventure, I guess. All right. All right, so uh, what happened was I woke up and Joan Crawford lived in a conservatory and a strange uh, place protected by bell towers. Anyway, that was her kingdom. I never, we actually didn't talk about it. It could have been her kingdom. It could have been her lair. You know, when you think Joan Crawford, you say, well, she she would be a lair person until you meet her. And then you, you say, oh, you're a conservatory person. Like a green greenhouse, you know, pool house. Uh, but we had already said our goodbyes, and me and Drake, me and Drake swam a lot. Drake, Drake, Drake's, uh, 
Drake's into watching me swim. I don't know. I, I said, uh, and then splashing me, and then, uh, but we played, we didn't play it. That's, well, I guess it may, or maybe that's a dream, but me, Drake, and Mumble Bear got ready to go. And we got, we got to the, and I said, what are we flying by eagles now? And Mumble said, oh, man. And I said, hey, Mumble Bear, I couldn't, I couldn't catch that Drake. Did you hear what he said? And Drake said, nope. And I I said, okay. I said, so are we flying? So we're not flying the Eagles. And I said, I said, did you say something about Aslan? Because I think he's in a different story. I said, is some Aslan? And I said, is Aslan coming here? Because didn't Aslan have a big, big, deep, deep voice? And uh, nothing. I said, Drake, well, how do you... I said, I said, man, I never... I never figured out what you were doing here or how you got here or Mumble Bear. And I probably shouldn't... We, I said, we got to go see Julie Andrews. And my piano teacher, I said, let's go see Julie Andrews. She'll, uh, I said, if, if things hold true, she'll probably be not as nice as we expect since Joan Crawford was so nice. But I said, well, how, how do you think? And all of a sudden the earth started to shake, it started shaking. And we were, we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And we were out, out we had exited the conservatory. We were in the giant, we were on the staircase outside of the conservatory, kind of like the conservatory of flowers here in San Francisco. I'm sure many other big cities, many other places in the world have these greenhouse conservatory buildings, beautiful, beautiful things. But this was built, you know, in a, in a darker, you know, darker stone environment. But anyway, the earth starts shaking. And all of a sudden, these giant pavers, these giant square stones that made up the stairs, one started shaking, then it popped open. And then, a mole, you know, straight out, of, straight out of the movies, a mole man's there, or a mole person, or a large mole wearing a, wearing a construction ca- cap. Or what do you call those? I guess construction helmets. And about the only thing he was missing was a pickaxe. And I said, "My word, it's a, it's a, a mole." And I said, "Don't say mole man," because they said, "Jesus, can be connotations." Like on The Simpsons, they called that guy Hans Mole Man, I think. And he, I, I said, "I said, how you doing?" And he said, "A low kick, you SK." And I said, "Oh, I said, Drake, you got can you speak any Spanish?" And it was Mumble Bear. And Mumble Bear was yeah, my send man. Oh my and then the and I and then the, the mole person looked at me and he, I, I said, K I said, What? Uh you no say, you no say uh no comprendent no uh hablamos espanol bueno. And the mole man said, and then he looked back down. He said, "Five thousand man." A bunch of he's yelling at some guys behind him. And he said, "Inglace, inglace, inglace." And then he said, "And then he said, muzzle, 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 like mumbles are in English." And it took forever. It was so we just sat there and we were looking at this guy. And then he he asked me a couple of simple things in Spanish, and I said, "Hizo, hacer." And they said, Colombia, Colombia. And he's looking at me. And they said, oh, wait, this is, we're not on Earth again. I'm projecting my uh, cultural bias, these people in a totally another world. And then finally somebody comes up, and, and he's kind of exasperated. And it's another mole person. And he says, I, I thought you were watching Metastasis. I thought you spoke Spanish. And he said, you must have not listened to my podcast. And I said, I failed span, you know. And he said, well, we're here to help you. And I said, well, I said, I'm Scooter. Uh, this is uh, Mumbles, Mumble Bear. And this is Drake. And he said, oh, miss. And I said, he said, call me Ole, miss. And I said, no, no, Scooter, not miss. And he said, call me Ole, miss. Oh, old Amos? Old Amos, Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Oh, oh, 
Les Mis? I said, oh, did you say Ole Mis or Ole Mis or Old Amos? And then he said, just follow me. And then we went through into this tunnel. And I said, is this the tunnel to where Ju- Ju- Julie Andrews lives? And he said, not quite. He goes, you got to take, t-. he goes, we're going to get you part way there. And he goes, then you got to take tunnel UFC 461 over, you know, to a DPT 2727 and then take a UFC 461 again. Then for 461A, and then take UFC for 192, and he goes, take that. And I, I was like, I said, you, you don't, do you have a pen? I'm sorry, or some sort of, you know, writing implement, because I'm not, I said, I don't even know. I said, did you say something? I said, did you say something? And I said, you know, to ever notice uh, how different, you know, different people refer to highways, I said, like, I've lived in New York, uh, upstate New York, uh, uh, Los Angeles in the Bay Area, and we, all places, you know, in New York they say, take the Bruckner, you know, take the sawmill, did you you take the sawmill? Okay, and then get off at Pelham Park, you know, and then take the Bruckner, and then we'll just stay away from the Cross Bronx, you know, go up Riverside. And they all looked at me, and I said, but then in L.A., you, see, you take the 5, you take the, the 710, the 60. Did you take the 60 or the 710? Okay, great. And when I first got there, I said, oh, yeah, I came in on the Pomona, you know, Pomona, Pomona Freeway, and people would just stare at me just like you guys. And I said, here in the Bay Area, it's kind of like when I lived in, in Syracuse, they take Route 81, take the throughway. So I guess that's kind of a, a mix of New York and Los Angeles of Route 81. And here it's kind of, you just say, take 880. So they don't call it the 880. Or you take 580. Or take 92, take 101, take 280. And then that guy, he just launched in again to the directions about UFC 461. And I said, I said can you... Uh, can you, he said, is there a map or anything? And then, you know, all of them were still looking at me. And then he goes, we've heard about you. And then they all started laughing and laughing. And they said, we're kidding, we're kidding, we're kidding. We're messing with you, Scooter. And I said, was the old Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss. I think I wrote a poem about that after I saw Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Your misery, so something that I haven't seen in so long, I really couldn't drop any fun. You know, Prisoner 8664136, and then Master of the House of Fritofetofrin, that's about all I know from Les Mis now, so I can't really do any Les Mis stuff. Uh, but then they they said, no, 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 we're just kidding. And they said, yeah, but can you tell And they said, let's go, or we're going to get you straight to Miss Andrews. And I said, okay. And I said, how are we getting there? He said, uh, we, we, we message. And I said, we message? And he said, yeah, you, you got that uh, two W's. We message. And I said, what's a we message? And he said, what's a, a way we send messages here? And sometimes we send people, and when they do it, they say, we and then he sent me to a, a believer on a pneumatic tube, and I slapped a Drake on the chest, like not in a like a you know when you use the back of your hand to hit somebody behind you in disbelief. And I said, "Holy shit, Drake, we got to get musky." I said, "We're we're traveling by pneumatic tubes." And and, and then a, a mole person, Ole Miss. Uh, said, no, 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 you're traveling by we message. And I said, is this a pneumatic tube? He goes, no, it's a we messenger. And I said, this is a pneumatic tube, Drake. And I said, mumble there, you both mumble, and I said, man, and I said, we. And I said, mumble there, is going to say we, I heard that. 
And I said, there's this guy, you guys, you mole people, would love, you, you should come work for Muskie because he's the best. And he asked me not to go on Muskie. Well, actually, he never did. It, that was a dream. He, I think he can f- travel by dream. But uh, Muskie's a big, he, he's, a, he's the bright, brightest guy we got right now, I think. I mean, we got some other people there, too. But, you know, Muskie's the one. He's got, you know, with a name like Muskie, Muskie Pooh. But yeah, he's in, the, and then he said, "Can you?" They said, "Can you get in this thing? You're late enough, you know. You're just trying to save. You're, you're supposed to save our universe." And then he packed me, and uh, it was actually just like similar to Muskie's design, except you lie down, which is a little bit off-putting. And we we, we all lied down in the, this tube, and then it was shot off. And we said, "We." Even Drake said, "We." And then we were off, you know, we, we were off, and we just, and at some point I said, this is taking a lot, and I said, oh, I wondered what it would be like to travel from uh, Bay Area to L.A. in Muskie's tubes, and I said, well, yeah, we're almost here, so we, we and then it but then I kept saying that, because I thought we'd slow down, but I think it was just, and then we'd go again for a while. And at some point we all fell asleep because it was kind of comforting. And I kind of was like, Jesus, would be like, would it be like if you were in some sort of like a, if you were in a womb of a uh, bobsledder? Like if you, and I said, that's probably not a good idea. So probably like virtual bobsledding, but, you know, very realistic for the fetus, virtual bobsledding. You know, if, if you're, if you're, if you're, uh, your mother was was a bobsledder. It felt just like that and positive. I guarantee it. If there's any people that were, uh, what do you call that, uh, uh, gestating while you were uh, and you had a bobsledding mother, there's got to be someone in the history of bobsledding that was pregnant. And again, not recommending it. Or you know, definitely not losing. And the skeleton stuff looks crazy. But uh, this is what it felt like. I'm telling you, I went right to sleep. The baby, other than the part where, you know, it doesn't seem safe, the baby would love the swishing part with the, with the gliding up the sides. That's the kind of stuff, you know, if you, you know, uh, Oculus Rift, you know, call me, call me Muskie up and, and we'll get that going. Uh, forget about the, but then the next thing I knew, we were there. And we got out of the we, we message, and uh, uh, another side of letting us out were more Spanish-speaking mole people, and they said Sh- uh, shrunk mas suerte or something. I said K, okay, no, 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 and then they just pointed. They just used the international, you know, or uh, afterlife, you know, any, you know, go go that way, dummy. And I said, all right, let's do it. I think they said something like, que nunca, I don't mess for it, I don't know. And I said, okay, never, what never, I'll never be on, I'll never be hot, I don't know. But then I was trying to prepare myself because I said, well, one, I guess when I was in the tube, I was going through, so I said, okay, if we're going to see Julie Andrews, I'm pretty sure she's alive and, uh, but then I said, Drake's alive. And I said, Super Dave Osborne, as far as I know, is alive. So it shouldn't be weird that Ju- Julie Andrews is alive, but she seems to have some sort of kingdom here. But again, this could go back to me screwing around with these different, uh, you know, particle colliders. So it could have, you know, be ripples in the universe. And I think I talked to Drake about that, and he said, you don't want to know, man. So don't ask her if she, you know. And he said, is it tough on you, Drake? And I said, I remember there was a, I said, are you like the guy in that Kurt Vonnegut book uh, with, with the one who he appears once a year? And Drake just looked at me and I said, sure, oh, Drake. I said, don't feud with me. You know, don't, don't feud your eyes at me. And then Drake clapped me and he said, he said I'm going to tell Muskie first when we get back to the real world. About my, and I said, well, just don't tell him about the, the uh, can I tell him about the, uh, you know, the, the mother relaxation program inside of it. And he said, oh, yeah, you can have the rights to that. But I said to myself, okay, okay, so tonight we're Julie Andrews is alive. But I was trying to prepare myself for uh, what her kingdom would look like. And as we walked out of this tunnel, I said to myself, I said, I said to myself, uh, 
I saw a sign that says South Bend, and I said, what in the heck, South Bend? And then I saw, like, a gold dome, and I said, that looks like Notre Dame's campus uh, that I'd only, only gone to once, which cost me my secretaryship in Model United Nations, uh, which you may or may not have heard about in the podcast. But uh, we walked, and it was like a gleaming spring. I mean, I guess it was a fall day. Or maybe it was a spring day. It was a lovely day. Uh, Fresh-cut grass. Uh, no students, but different, a lot of movement, a lot of uh, people. In, and I said, well, this would be a nice kingdom to, to be in. And I said, a collegiate kingdom. And in this, like, unbelievably, uh, I guess handsome's the wrong word. I, I guess I don't know what the word is for these young YouTube stars. And, and I said, that looks like a young YouTube star. And because he was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, non-threatening, uh, but handsome. But, but I said, well, not handsome because you don't have that. Uh, I said, but cute's the wrong thing because that's to be degrading. But he, and he said, I'm Jack Galinsky. And I said, that even sounds like some sort of YouTube. I said, well, hi, and he had this smile, a thousand watt smile. And he said, Miss Andrews is ready to see you right now. And I said, oh, great. Uh, and I said, man, and I said, do you, I said, what do you do? I, I said, are you a YouTube star? And he said, I am. And he said, Drake, how you doing? And Drake said, I, I, I've never been better. I just traveled by tube here. We message. And he said, believe it or not, and Drake said, the reason I'm here, he goes, I'm here for Muskie. And I said, oh, no wonder. That makes total sense. Totally makes sense to me. But Galinsky, him and Drake were catching up. And, oh, because I was asking him, I said, what do you do on YouTube? And he said, just talk to the camera. And I says, wow, man, you're, you're great. You are great. I said, I said, good for you. And I said, you just look like such a nice man. And I said, you're nice young man. No wonder Julie Andrews. And he said, no, 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 I'm, I'm uh, uh, serving out a sentence for insulting Miss Andrews. And he goes, I'm almost done. And I said, oh, okay. And I said, do, do, do I have to serve out a sentence for not knowing if she was, you know, alive or not alive and mixing her up with the whole Judy Garland, Julie Andrews, probably maybe somebody else in there. And he said, he goes, yeah, you're on some special mission. He goes, you got it covered. And he goes, he says, you haven't heard anything about Kathleen Hepburn being mad at me, have you? And he said, no. And I said, great. And I said, well, where's Miss Andrews? Let's get to it. And he said, she's uh, she, she's trying to hit pitches by Max Scherzer right now, so we got to wait till they're finished. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, they said, she loves sports. That's why we're here on the campus of Notre Dame. He goes, she has UFC people. She, he goes, this is a hive of sports activity here. And he goes, everyone here is, you know, people that may, you know, he goes, it's a long story. You don't need to understand the circumstances that bring people here. But we're really hoping you could free things up, you know, so, you know by getting rid of the, dealing with this uh, costume contest. And I said, I'll do my best, young man. I will do my best. Uh, so, Mr. Galinsky, the young man, he escorted us uh, to, to like, a field house. And I said, I always wondered why they, why they call it, like, I guess it's a house at the edge of a field, you know. And I can't remember what, what name of the field. And I started, trying to, I started trying to brainstorm. I said, Newt Rockney. And I said, I wonder if that's a good costume for Julian. No, probably not a good costume for Julian. It's not Newt Rockney. And I said, what is going to throw, you know, blow Thado away? And I said, not Newt Gingrich. And I said, just, I said, Drake and uh, Mumble Bear, we get, I need you, I'm going to need your help on this one, boys. And Drake said, are you going to have another dance? I said, well, no, they probably won't do it. And I said, well, maybe we should start doing some calisthenics before before Julie Andrews gets here. And so we started doing a hot, and I said, then I saw it, uh, and I apologize, but I thought of, uh, uh, who was that? Uh, oh boy, another name mix up. Here, here it comes. 
Olivia Newton-John. I got it. I didn't mess it up. And I was thinking of her song, let's get physical, physical, I want to get fit. So we started, I started singing that, and we started doing jumping jacks. And I said, Mumble Bear, what are you, let me hear a costume for Julie Andrews. Let me hear a costume. And Mumble Bear actually knew, he goes, I mean, I don't mean, I don't was name. I'm in anime, now I need a moment. Sending a amazing man. I'm in rhyme. I'm home, ain't a moment. I'm home, ain't a moment. And I said, okay, it's probably not helping me. My mom will bear thanks. High knees, everybody. So when we started doing high knees. And this Drake, I got to tell you, that guy is fit, F-I-T, fit, for, for for a guy that, you know, they say Drake's cakes, you know, that, that is, that's a something, they think that existed once. I don't know if it Drake's cakes, I remember there was like one that was chocolate with, a, I said, was that a Drake's cake? There, there was so many, I said, what happened to little Debbie and her her, her little cakes? And I said, is that, I said, no, I said, little Debbie's too, I said, that's a demeaning thing. And then I said, let's do some stretches. And Drake said, shouldn't we have stretched before we got started? And I said, there's some active stretching, Drake, you know, toe touching. And he said, and I said, Drake, I'm not here to, uh, you know, roll your own, ask, you know, exercise disagreements. And I said, let's do some of those side, side bend things you see, you know, when you're doing a video like physical, physical, I want to get physical. Let me get a physical. Let me get your body talk. Your body talk. Let me. And I said, that was, these must have been after. Was Olivia Newton-John already famous or was Grease Mater famous? And Drake looked at me and I said, yeah, I don't even know. I said, I'm not sure when Grease came out, if I was alive. But I said, yeah, I guess you weren't even. I said, geez, yeah, Drake. And I said, I don't know when that movie came out. And I said, Mumble Bear, you ever see Grease? And I said, Mumble Bear, you know there was a Grease too, right? That's what I mean. That's it. And I said, I think I've seen that more than Greece, believe it or not, because of when I was born. And I said, Grease Lightning. And then I said, okay, let's do some uh, twists, you know, come on, baby. Let's do the twist around and around and around. And Drake said, you're just trying to waste time. And I said, no, I'm bringing the blue sky, Drake. There's a blue sky above us, and I'm trying to fill it with my ideas. And he said, and he went to open his mouth and Mumble Bear said, bad. And I said, thank you, Mumble Bear. That, that's, that's very helpful. And then Julie Andrews came across the field like a, uh, like a professional athlete, like a cat, like a, uh, like, like a lioness. And I said, she said, no wonder I was thinking about Aslan. They said, cause you could kick his ass, man. And she heard that and then she laughed. She clapped me on the back. And I said, uh, you know, Miss Andrews, I just want to apologize for mixing you and Ju- Judy Garland up and Kathleen Hepburn. I don't think I mixed her up, but I probably, if you know her, just check with her. And, uh, you know, the other people that I've, you know, apologized to. And I said, me and Drake, and Mo- this is Mumble Bear. Have you met Mumble Bear, Miss Andrews? And she said, I haven't had the pleasure. And she said, I saw you guys getting into the... And she goes, that really limbers up your mind, doesn't it? And then Drake said, you know, my, that my mind was permanently limbered. And I said, yeah, I said, and I said, are we in limbo? That's a question. And she said, she said, Scooter, we need your help to stop Thado. And I said, you got it, uh, Julie Andrews. I'm gonna give you all the lulling you need. I'm gonna think of a costume for you, and I'm gonna costume thee. Oh, well, oh, well. And she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm trying to think. I said, I'm trying to think. I, I need, we need to blow Stato's mind. And I said, we, and I said we, we already did it pretty good with Joan Crawford, and I want to make sure, you know, you're in the, you're, you're in the day. You know, we don't want to give him a choice. 
And she said, what do you think? And I said, well, I said, I, 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 I don't have something right now. I said, I was feeling... And I said, oh boy, okay. I said, something in my goonies just came into my brain, but let's just let it pass back out for a second. I said, because that was more of, you know, a communal movie. I said, originally I was, uh, I had a, uh, Olivia Newton-John on the brain, but I said, that might be too, Sandy is not. And I said, whoever the pink lady is, the head of the pink ladies, Greasina or whatever, and she just laughed, and I said, yeah, these are fictional characters, so I don't have to apologize to them. And I said, what about Johnny Tenuta? Who was the star of Greece? John, his, I mean, I know uh, John Travolta was the star. But I said, what is he? wasn't he like John, Johnny, Johnny Rocket? And I said, Flash Gordon. I said, the bad guy from, I said, not him. I said, remember, was that it wasn't Pierce Brosnan, it was the other James Bond. He was in the Flash Gordon movie, did you know that? And she said, you better watch it, you're going to be apologizing to him. I said, probably I will. And I said, James Bond. I said, Julie Andrews, James Bond. Uh, and Daniel Chris and no. I said, no. I said, okay. And I said, let's run some laughs. So we started running the four of us now. And she said, she, I said, don't worry, this is this is my method, Miss Miss Andrews, don't worry one bit. And I said, I know you like sports, so I, can, I know that's what Theta was going to be thinking. And I, so I said, I, you know, I don't want to, I said, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want him to see this coming. And I was thinking it would be, it goes chitty, chitty, bang, bang, but that would be a lot of work. And I said, you know, I don't even know. I said, I don't even know what we would do for that. And I said, okay, do, 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 da, da, do, ba, da, 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 do, ba, da, 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 I said, wham, let's see if all the boys do. And I said, we got Drake and Mumblebear here. Bear, saying a bear, a barely bear. What are we going to dress Julie Andrews as? And we just started, I said, let's run through campus. And I said, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Oh, Dame. Dame Judy Tench. Uh, Joan of Arc, uh, Joan from Mad Men. Uh, he said, "Do you think Joan Rivers is going to be there? Because I'd like to give her a hug and a kiss." And Julie Andrews, she, she, she was uh, actually Mumblebear and Drake. They really started huffing and puffing. And I said, "Okay, you guys." I said, "You guys hang back." I said, "It's time for me and Julie Andrews to kick it. I'm not sure." Okay. And then I said, uh, "I said, I said, I got it. I said, I got it, Julie." And she said, "What?" I said, Zola, "You're going to Zola, bud." And she said, I'm sorry. I said, uh, I said Zola, you're going to Zola, bud, the uh, runner. And she goes, do you, goes, she was the barefoot runner. And her name's Zola, bud. I said, that's all we, I said, uh, and I said, uh, Mumblebear will go as Mary Jo Decker. I said, or Drake. And I said, yeah, Mumblebear will be a better Mary Jo Decker. I said, I think it's Mary Jo Decker. I hope I don't need to apologize to her, too. And Julia Andrews, she, she, she didn't look at me like I nailed it. And I said, okay, I see. I, and then we stopped running. And we caught a couple breaths. And I said, I see the doubt in your eyes. But I said, I got two words for you, Zola, bud. I said, that's, I said you say, who are you? I'm Zola, bud. And I said, that should shut down. And I said, just to have the And I said, in two, you'll be barefoot. And I said, three, and I said, we can we can change this up. But tell me, is this a, a, I said, I realize your universe hangs on this party, but is this the kind of tension that causes a party to be even funner? Like, is this the kind of party where people are morose or are they celebrating, you know, whatever? And she said, it's, it's a fun party. I said, so you and Mumblebear are going to be running around, running into each other the whole party. And within 10 minutes, I'll be like, who's that running around the room? Oh, Zola, bud. Okay, can you say it with me? Second place, first place goes to Zola Bud. And I said, have you ever seen Zola Bud? She, she, she's a, uh, 
I said, she's got a striking look from what I remember. And I said, oh, the younger people there, you'll be able to teach them about Zola Bud. And I said, what do you think? And she said, she said, I like it. I like saying Zola Bud. And I said, the thing is, if you win, you could become, if you become the dictator of this universe, you just be Zola. Or I said, Bud's not as, you know, uh, I said, you know, whatever Prime Minister Zola, Emperor Zola, probably Emperor Zola. And you could joke about that even, well, future Emperor Zola, Zola Bud. Uh, you could call me Miss Bud if you're, you know, you know. And she said, I, 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 I think, and I said, yeah, let's go. I said, let's go sleep in the dorms. I said, where do you got the, you got some graduate student dorms here? I said, I like to, and, and then we went and we ran and we picked up Drake and Mumble Bear. And I said, Mumble Bear, you remember those Olympics with the barefoot lady? I said, Mumble And I said, that's right, it's a little bud, Mumble Bear. And he said, point day, Julie Andrews. And, I said, and Drake didn't know because Drake's a young guy. And I said, Drake, would you believe people ran in the Olympics with no shoes on? And Drake almost fell, like he fell down like he had been. Like he, he could, he, I never seen Drake so, oh, it was touching watching Drake laugh. He was on the ground laughing, and then Julie Andrews took off her shoes and started running around Drake. And then Mumble Bear started doing, you know, and then they did it so good that Drake didn't know whose fault. He said, whose fault is it? And I said, exactly, Drake, exactly. He said, you're running a race with no shoes on. He goes, that's a class action lawsuit now. And I said, I know. I said, Drake, you didn't uh, endorse those things. And he said, no, no. And then we ended up, we just lied in the grass and the evening came and we were just laughing and telling, I mean, it gets old like after 10 or 12 hours telling Zola Bud based jokes, but you know, you always want to smoke some Zola Bud, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh man. And you say, what do you call a barefoot uh, a flower before, a, you know, Zola Bud. What do you call, uh, you know, life, a light bulb with no shoes on Zola Bulb? We are oh, man, it was fun. And then, you know, then it turned, you know, a guy later, it turned, you know, and it was, uh, what do you call a light bulb, barefoot light bulb that cheats a Zola Bulb? And he said, it's not, you know, it's just that's circumstantial. And I said, but, it, you know, we, we had other jokes, believe me. I don't know what they were. You know, what do you call when your best friend, you know, your be, what do you call it when your best friend doesn't wear any shoes? Zola Bud, that's my Zola Bud. And I say, okay, that's not a joke. Well, you know, what do you call a joke without a punchline that doesn't wear any shoes? Zola Bud, Zola Joke Bud. Zola Bud Joke. Okay, if you were three, hey, that's why I use my three-year-old voice to tell that joke, Drake. Please don't feud with me. What do you call a feuder that doesn't wear any shoes? Drake, without any shoes on, ba-boom. And then Drake called me a Zola jerk. And I said, Drake, you heard me all over. And then went on like that for hours, believe me. And Julie Andrews said, you, 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 she said, I think, and I said, see this, Julie, no one's going to know about this at the party. And then you could, so, you know, once people start, I said, once they get ready to vote, you start, and then just think about it when it's time to announce somebody, people, Zola, bud, Zola, bud. And she said, I think it's going to work. And I said, I hope it, you know, it'll work. Don't worry. I said, you know. I said, what do you call a, a pile of mud with no shoes, Zola mud? And she said, but mud doesn't wear it. What do you call muddy shoe? Whose shoes are those? Zola muds. Those muddy shoes. So then we just said, that's where we fell deep asleep in the grass, the cool grass against us. You know, magical fake, you know, fake Notre some universe copied of Notre Dame University. It was nice. It was a nice night just saying Zola Bud. My little Zola Buds, if you're still listening. Zola Mamuds, you know, Mama, take over and say I'm in a land of Zamud, Zola Suds. You know, what do you call beer with no shoes on? Zola Suds. And all right, and I'm going to do your laundry with Zola Suds. 
It's all a fudge, you know, it's all about dodge. So it's all a clutch, it's all a shutch. So the mauler, whole frawlery and roller, hapitola, man a mauler, mine a mine a mauler, Constantinople over all over us all above. Good night. All right, I want to do some thank yous now. I want to thank Emily, my my friend Emily. I just saw. I want to thank Mike, Kim, Carla. And uh, Jennifer Kimberly, good night, all of you. Good night. I want to say good night to Rudy. Good night to Melissa. I want to say good night to Talisa Ria. Talisa Ria, good night. Annie, and good night. I, want to, I just literally heard from Cole and Aaron, so I want to say good night to them. But they might hear from me. Good night. Ahab's wife. Good night. Alexandra. Sleep. Good night. Sleep tight. Tara. Good night. Paul. We just heard from you again. Good night. Bob. Sleep so good. All of Windsor, Canada. I want you to sleep good. But our new friend Kate's from Windsor, too. So good night, Kate. Eleanor. Good night. Rachel, good night. Audrey D, thank you and good night. Over on YouTube, I want to thank Ju- Julian, Jillian, Anna, Jillian Anna, or Jillian and Anna, I don't know. Sean D, VN, Graveyard, Vainglory, good night. Geraldine, good night. Mine F, good night. Emily, good night. Tanya, good night. Winston, good night. Good night, Maggie. Good night, Anton. Good night, Houston. And iTunes reviews. I want to thank, say thanks to 79 Jam. The Jam from 1979 or 79 Jams. Good night. Who says sweet sleeping? Uh, cured, I go slow, Mo, who, who, who's feeling better and getting some sleep. Thank you, I go slow, Mo. Good night. I want to say good night to DG or Georgie 90, to Georgie 90. Good night. Stumbled across this podcast and they listen even when they're having a tough night. The Grom, oh, of all, you know, that's my favorite Grom. You know, I prefer Groms over Gromits. Who says he guaranteed to have a good night? Good night. Matt W. loves this. Good night, Matt. AKD says, but I'm brilliant and mind-numbing. I love you. You love me. Thank you. Delightfully sweet magic, thank you, AKD. Eleven-year-old teen is intimidated by the reviews. Well, thank you for for writing one anyway. Uh, will you? Will I marry you? Well, not if you're. No, I can't marry any eleven-year-old teens. I'm sorry, but one day I could. Uh, you know, uh, bore you. To, you know, I can always bore you to sleep, though. Uh, Cache, Cache, Ole, uh, uh, says we're redirecting thoughts to the Z-sphere. So thank you. That's a long-term time listener, I think I know. Uh, Lulu, 10,000, did we thank you? Well, we're thanking you again, Lulu. Uh, Lulu doesn't know how this works, but still loves uh, the podcast. Thank you, Lulu. So good night to everybody. Thank you so much for the support, and I hope you're asleep or sleeping well. Or listening to this post-haste after whatever post-haste means a day in the morning after a night's sleep. Good night.